Hey everybody, it's Richie, and before we start this episode of the show, we of course are here to tell you about DraftKings. Basketball season, the regular season at least, is slowly coming to a close and we are getting ready for the playoffs. So now is the best time to sign up at DraftKings and the DraftKings app to earn your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. All you got to do is download the DraftKings app right now, use that promo code THPN during sign-up, and DraftKings is putting you in the action with free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Remember how it works. When you play daily fantasy basketball, all you do is pick your lineup, you stay under their salary cap, and you see how your team stacks up against the competition. You can also play... Daily Fantasy Hockey, Daily Fantasy Baseball, whatever sport you'd like. Hey, Daily Fantasy NASCAR too. Yes, that happens as well. All at DraftKings, DraftKings.com, promo code THPN. I'm Richie Suave Flores and this is Sporty with Corey and Richie on the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Richie here with you on a best of episode of the show this week. Taking a little break here this week and we are going to be giving you a couple best of episodes. All of which, every single story you're about to hear is part of our segment that we like to do as often as possible on the show. It's called Hashtag Random Shit Headlines from Around the World. Every episode I like to surprise Corey with the most weird Wild, wacky headlines I found on the internet throughout the week. And on this episode of the show, we're going to give you some of my favorite stories. So buckle up, strap in, be ready to laugh. We hope you enjoy this best of random shit here on the Hockey Podcast Network. We've been pumping this up all week long. It is going to be the debut of what we are calling hashtag random shit especially because we are in because we are in the off season now where there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot to talk about we're just going to talk about random shit for 10 minutes at the end of the show so Corey, i have three stories here for you from around the world and i want you to give me your reaction to them and let's begin in transylvania of all places Home to, of course, Dracula and the vampires. A mummified cat found buried in a house in Transylvania City mentioned in Bram Stoker's Dracula is expected to fetch up to $1,500 at an auction. The fossilized feline was discovered in the cellar of a home in Bistrita, which is the first stopover for protagonist Jonathan Harker, in the 1897 gothic horror novel. The cat's remains were often placed in the walls of properties across Europe in the past as a good luck omen. <laughs> and apparently the auctioneer was expecting buyers to come out in full force because it's Halloween and the cat was found by a 40-year-old artist in his late grandmother's house, which is in the northern Transylvania region of Romania. So would you purchase a mummified cat? Because apparently it brings people good luck. Uh, fuck no. Um, okay, first of all, I am not the cat person on the show. Richie is the cat person on That's the true. show. First and foremost, um, I am definitely a dog person. 
Um, I am slightly allergic to cats, and I just am not very big on them. My friend has a cat named Orangey that looks like Garfield. That's the closest I've, thing I've gotten to um, to cat and appreciating a cat. Um, I, I I say hi to Gibson, which is Richie's cat, but that's about as uh -huh. far as I go. That's um, true. So I I will say that even if it wasn't a cat, and and I'm. I'm a big my 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 mom was always a big vampire person. She loved like Dracula and all that stuff, and she loved like all like the old vampire ones. I love all the new vampire stuff. Like I I love um, all of the underworlds. Um, I even watched like Vampire Diaries. I loved that show. Uh, not big fan of Twilight. Um, and I even what we do in the shadows, like all the vampire type stuff. I love it. I quite enjoy that. I'm not a big Halloween person, but I love the vampire side of things. I do too. No, no way in fucking hell would I ever buy this thing. Even if it was supposed to bring me some good luck, that is some creepy shit. It's very weird. I don't think I would ever buy a mummified cat. I would be so freaked out by it. Like, very, very freaked out by this. Apparently, here's what the, the guy who found it said. He said, my brother and I found the cat in the wall of my grandma's house, which was built in 1921. We were cleaning the cellar when we noticed a crack in the wall and decided to loosen the bricks to see what was behind it. We thought we might find a hidden room or compartment. As I removed some of the bricks, I noticed something that looked like a miniature head of an animal. Ooh, that would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> oh my fucking gosh. That is the makings of finding out that she was... Um, a serial killer and that there are a bunch of dead bodies behind there. That's what that that that's what that sounded like it was leading to. I mean, I still would have been just as creeped out by a mummified cat. Like what someone should really do is somewhere in Romania, build a little miniature um pyramid, put that mummified cat in there. It can be like its own little pyramid and it can hang out there and it can be its own mummy in there. Just, just let it stay there on its own, or I don't know, cremate it, do something. But just, oh no, 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 no! You do not want to buy that thing, keep that thing hidden in a wall, so that way your grandchildren can find a fucking mummified cat. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Have you ever wanted to live under a rock, Corey, in the year twenty twenty? Um, sometimes. I think sometimes Patrick Starr may not have been as dumb as he appeared to be on Spongebob. Well, you're in luck because life in a cave is looking more and more viable these days. There is a new stay found on Hotels.com where they're offering visitors a chance to live under a rock during the first week of November as a respite from the world's ills. Between November 2nd and November 7th, Escapists can take cover in a design-inspired cave carved out 50 feet below ground in New Mexico. It's the perfect opportunity for, quote, those who are experiencing election stress disorder, which apparently is a real thing. I think all of us are going through that whether we like to admit it or not. Five nights at the inn cost just $25 plus tax. That's incredible. I would totally do this. After you've cast your ballot, you can check out the newsfeed negativity and check into a man-made cave. The website continues. 
So, a couple things here. One, I almost forgot to ask this um, to the Sporting Nation, which Scotty had asked me to ask to everyone. Um, does anyone actually listen to political ads on TV and actually believe them slash change their mind on how they're going to vote? You wanted me to ask that because we're, we're just watching like all of the Martha McSally, Mark Kelly ones. And we're like, are you does anyone actually believe this shit for one? And then two, um, I vowed to never go back to New Mexico after my brother moved back from there. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. And, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to shit on New Mexico, but he lived in a very small, bodunk little town in New Mexico. And the only thing that was there was like a, a Walmart. And I, it gives me nightmares still. Um, so yeah, I, I, I won't go back to New Mexico, but I mean, if you're in a situation and I've heard a bunch of different ones, some of them have these like retreats that are in the middle of like, uh, they have like TP set up and you have these like very spiritual things and stuff like that. I mean, to each their own. If you really want to just get away and, and live in like a cave for a little while and decompress go right ahead i feel like i would rather just go camping out in the wilderness you know and just shut off all my phones and devices and stuff like that and just go camping i don't think i would pay people for me to just be out away from everyone but to each their own if that's what you need then then you go do that all right i got one more for you here that also might freak a lot of you out in the sporty nation and it comes to our friends from the state of Florida. Shocker. Uh, always does. Always does. Self-proclaimed snakeaholics Ryan Osborne and Kevin Pavlidis have tracked down an 18.9 foot Burmese python setting a new record in Florida over the previous one set by a serpent that was just one tenth of a foot shorter. Both members of Florida Fish and Wildlife's Python Action Team, the two found the female snake sninkling through the swampy Ever Everglades region and filmed the capture just before midnight. The effort to pull the creature out of the waist-deep water took every ounce of strength, they said. The video is on Facebook. Um, <laughs> apparently... The snake weighs over a hundred pounds. Well over a hundred pounds. This sounds awful. Like absolutely awful. Like I I thought it was terrible to people that really love to be around like crocodiles and alligators and stuff like that. But that that sounds absolutely terrible. And like uh, outside of like a, a Nicki Minaj or Cardi B music video, I don't find a point of something that large and reptilian being alive. Um, it, it, that scares the shit out of me. Like, I don't, I'm not saying kill it, but I'm saying, like, just people need to leave that shit alone because that is freaky as hell, for one. And two, I'm not saying this lightly. I have been in a pit with snakes, so has Richie. Mm hmm. And that thing was what? It was maybe six feet long? 
at least for sure yeah I'd, I'd probably put it at about yeah between six and ten feet somewhere in there <laughs> so like 18 yeah that's a little much i mean this is literally like It, to me, not not to make like a like a crude joke about it, but like, it, it's the point where like women always make like commentary of like you know there's 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 big and then there's too big, that's too big, <laughs> and I I just don't think that we should be fucking around with a uh, eighteen how was it eighteen point what eighteen point nine feet yeah we shouldn't be fucking around with an eighteen point nine foot python. That's just not, mm -mm. nope, let that thing be. Let let it do its own shit. And uh, we just shouldn't bother that thing. I 100% agree. Okay, let's go to China for our next story. And again, random shit headlines from around the world. So we go to China for this one. Where a woman tested her blind date by inviting all of her relatives to see if he'd still pay. And it backfired big time. So after being set up on the from by the guy's mom, on a, a woman decided to test her blind date's generosity by inviting 23 of her relatives along on their first date to see if he'd still pick up the bill for dinner. This guy could have been the most generous man alive and still justifiably been blindsided and used by his blind date, and his actions were justified when the $3,000 check came for dinner and everyone realized he'd already bounced and the woman was stuck picking up the tab behind the scenes on this story the guy had already agreed to pay for the dinner prior to but before he he, he died and dashed basically on his date and his 23 other relatives <laughs> okay that is psycho that is a straight up psycho the I I do not blame him. I would get as far away from that situation as possible. He agreed to paying for her dinner, mm -hmm. not all of her family members' dinner. Like, I mean, probably the most justified thing to do is to like go to the waiter or waitress and be like, "Hey, can I just pay for mine and her food?" and then leave them with the rest of it and then bounce but like i kind of can't blame him for just running away because of the fact that that is some crazy shit like that's like a how many how many relatives were there again 23 okay that's not one red flag that's 23 red flags so i would be running as far away as fucking possible in that situation i i really can't blame him for this and um, reports say the duo were able to reach an agreement that meant Mr. Liu would pay for a small part of the meal, but that the bulk of the cost had to be shared among the woman and her family. Uh, duh. What the fuck did you think would happen? <laughs> like, genuinely, what the fuck did you think would happen? Like, mm, yes, he's not going to find this as a red flag at all. He's going to be the most generous person I've ever met and just pay for all of it. And also, what was this man's occupation? Like, what? Did, how loaded does she think he was? Because, like, it's not every day that people can just, like, drop three grand on dinner. 
they, you know, like, he's not a fucking professional athlete. Like, who drops three grand just casually on dinner? Yeah, I don't understand what this woman was trying to do. No, we're not if they're still together. I'm assuming they're not. I hope he changed his name and his address and got very far away. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. This was all, like I said, this was all set up by his mother that set this blind date up. And this insane madness happened from there. Okay, and, and never trust your mother's taste in women ever again. Is this a prank? Is this part of Bora? Is this going to be something that comes out in like a, a movie later that they're playing a giant prank on this guy? That's kind of what it sounds like, doesn't it? It sounds like something you would find on like Crank Yankers or what's that show on True TV with the, the group of friends that pranks people all the time? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they were at Comic Con, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, practical in impractical jokers. jokers. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right, or maybe an episode of What Would You Do? Like it's something like that. Yeah. I got one more story before we get out of here. Now, 2020's been crazy. We've had pandemics, we've had <laughs> we've had Tiger King, we've had a lot of other shit happen. Including Murder Hornets. Do you remember Murder Hornets? Oh, I do remember Murder Hornets. I, I will say, though, that Tiger King and Murder Hornets do kind of feel like it was, like, in another life. Yeah, because that the, most of those came down, like, early on in the pandemic, like, back in March and April, which is insane. But the Murder Hornets are back in the news because... The Washington State Department of Agriculture tweeted on Saturday afternoon that they had finally found a massive nest of murder hornets that they were able to vacuum out from a tree cavity, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, and this is the first nest of these venomous insects to be successfully located almost a year of worrisome sightings near the British Columbia border. So, and here's the crazy thing. There are pictures of this, and not only do they have to use the vacuums, but I swear the people that were doing this had to do this in fucking space suits. Like, it's crazy. They're in full me, one, like, me, hazmat suits, right? I would Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Let me, let, me, uh, let me send you this picture here, because this is what they had to wear. It looks like they're on the moon or something, trying to get rid of these things. It's... Yes. It's as someone who has a deep fear of bees, this sounds mm -hmm. awful to me. Absolutely awful. Luckily, they've been vanquished now for now. At oh least. my thanks, gosh. Thanks to the good work of the Washington State Agricultural Department. Oh, and it looks like they got this the suits loaned to them by the by the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah or that's the Pillsbury Doughboy mm -hmm. one of the two that's true so sleep well Sporty Nation the murder hornets are contained there you go Sporty Nation that's just some of the weird and wild shit we talk about on the show in our random shit segment 
We hope you enjoyed listening to some of the best of stories on this episode. We got one more best of episode coming at you later this week, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Richie Show, on Instagram at Corey Richie Show. Follow Corey at Corey Nicole with two E's. Follow me on Twitter at RFlores91. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. And, of course, sign up for DraftKings using that promo code THPN. Until the next episode, everybody, good night and good hockey.